I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, August 28th. I hope you're having a good day on this Monday. Uh, the end of August, it is, uh, we're still waiting for the rain. Haven't had much of that yet, but uh, it's cooling off. And so praise God for that. And I hope you're having a good start to your work week. Uh, we welcome you on the radio today, 95.9 FM. Uh, thank you for tuning in on the, uh, the radio app and on the podcast. And then those watching today, on Facebook and YouTube. We are glad to have you on this day. I hope you had a good day yesterday in church. I know I did. And I thank the Lord for the great services we had here at Victory Baptist Church with Brother Maury Gibson. Uh, powerful, powerful messages. Of course, uh, yesterday morning was so good. And I, I got to hear that message twice. It was powerful. And then uh, last night, I missed the service here. I was preaching down in Wilson. and uh, But I uh, this morning, I tuned in and I listened to the message that Brother Gibson preached last night about David's mighty men and how uh, we have a privilege to serve our king. And uh, we don't have to, but we get to. And, and he doesn't, uh, he doesn't uh, say you have to do all these things, but we have, as Christians, we have the privilege to show uh, our love for our Savior, not to get saved, but because we are saved. And I'm so thankful uh, for the great day in church yesterday. Uh, we had two got baptized yesterday morning. We had a young man that got saved yesterday. Uh, the children's choir sang last night. I watched that online, and that was so good. And it was a great day, and I thank God for church. I'm already looking forward to Wednesday night, our prayer meeting and Bible study, and then next Sunday, we're going to have a wonderful service. Uh, we've got uh, Brother David Russ will be preaching Sunday night. We'll have a welcome fellowship after the service for uh, Brother Daniel McManus. And it's just been exciting times here at Victory Baptist Church with people getting saved, uh, baptized, people joining the church, people fired up. And uh, I thank God for the privilege that we have. Uh, to serve the Lord here in this place. And I hope if you have another church that you attend, uh, I hope you get excited about going to church. I hope you, you pray for your pastor, pray for the services, get involved, uh, show up to church, uh, uh, bring your Bible, uh, bring your tithe, uh, bring an amen, and, uh, and do something. Don't just sit on a pew, although that's better than not sitting on a pew, uh, but don't just sit on a pew. Don't just come and uh, be, a, a part be a spectator, but, but come and be a participant in the services, and uh, that'll make uh, such a great difference. A happy birthday yesterday to Lexi Paxton and Francis Vincent and Melinda White. I hope you all had a good day yesterday for your birthday. And then today, happy birthday to Sharon Birch, Patsy Johnson, and Mark King. I hope you have a great day, and I thank the Lord for you folks, and I hope it's a wonderful day for you. Uh, let's be in prayer today for our church, pray for our school. Uh, it's hard to believe we're starting the third week. Uh, today is the start of our third week of school. It's been so good. God's been so good to us. Uh, we got some wonderful teachers and wonderful uh, uh, children and students, their parents, their families, 
And we thank God for that. But let's pray for our missionaries today. Pray for uh, our, our members, those who are sick, those who've lost loved ones, those who are uh, dealing with uh, hospitals and those that are dealing with rehab and all of those things. Let's please uh, be in prayer for those folks. I mentioned our missionaries, and I'd ask you to especially be in prayer for our missions revival. It is four weeks away, and we're looking forward to a great time, September the 24th is a Sunday, and then the 25th and the 26th, Monday, Tuesday, we're looking forward to a great time. We've got several missionaries that will be here. Uh, Brother Lou Rossi will be coming, and he'll be preaching for our Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, and it's going to be a wonderful time. I am very excited about it, looking forward to uh, what the Lord's going to do in my heart uh, concerning missions. Now, I mentioned to our folks yesterday, and then I mentioned on Wednesday night, but on that Sunday, uh, we're going to have two of our members, uh, Chuck and Tanya Hasty, uh, that will be uh, having a presentation of their missions trip that they took to Tanzania. And, and, and hundreds of people uh, that trusted Christ as Savior. What an amazing experience that had to have been. I want you as a church to be able to experience that uh, from uh, pictures and from video. I want you to get in your heart a vision uh, for missions, a vision for souls. And what we can do right here in Roanoke Rapids for our community, but what we can do around the world in getting the gospel out, it is so important. Uh, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. We need to pray uh, that the Lord of harvest would send forth laborers into the harvest field. And so I'm looking forward to a great time for our missions revival, uh, really just a few weeks away. Well, let's go to a song. Here's a great song uh, by the Inspirations, Living in the Land of Canaan. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews 11. trumpet blows. I'll be living in the land of Canaan, living where the milk and honey flows. Israel led out of Egypt's bondage, headed for a land that God had promised, leaving all their shackles and their chains. They weren't going to stop for Pharaoh's army, weren't going to turn back from the Red Sea. God made a song forever where the half has never been told shouting glory hallelujah when the trumpet blows i'll be living in the land of canaan living where the milk and honey flows i was held in sin's dark prison till the day i was forgiven jesus signed my pardon now i'm saved well i ain't gonna turn back gotta keep going Trusting the hand I'm holding He's gonna lead me safely to heaven someday I'll be living in the land of Canaan Living where the milk and honey flows I'll be singing his song forever Where the half has never been told Shouting glory, hallelujah When the trumpet blows I'll be living in the land of Canaan Living where the milk and honey flows in the land of Canaan, where the 
when the trumpet blows. I'll be living in the land of Canaan, living where the milk and honey flows. Shouting glory, hallelujah, when the trumpet blows. I'll be living in the land of Canaan, living where the milk and honey flows. Shouting glory, Amen. Thank God for that great song. And I hope that added a little bit of joy and excitement to your life on this Monday. And uh, what a great reminder about heaven. I do want to say we went over the birthdays for yesterday and today, but we forgot one. And uh, during the song, I confirmed with Brother David and Brother Nathan. They're both in here today. And uh, today is Pastor Jack Treber's birthday. And uh, he was our, all of us, he was our pastor for a while, Brother uh, David, of course, you were there in college and you worked there at North Valley and my wife and I were in college. We worked there. Uh, Brother Nathan, you didn't stay long after you graduated. We got you here real quick after uh, college graduation and you and Grace got married and we got you here. But uh, we certainly love Pastor Treber. We thank God for him. If you say, I know that name, how do I know that name? Well, if you listen to uh, 95.9 FM, you hear Pastor Treber on Revival Time. Uh, every morning at 9 o'clock and then every afternoon at 4 o'clock. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was down in Wilson last night. My wife and I uh, were down there, and uh, one of the folks there was asking me, he said, now, where were you in California? And I told him, well, I said I worked for Pastor Treber. And right away they said, oh, we listen to Pastor Treber on the radio. We love that. And uh, I thank the Lord for uh, that. By the way, speaking of last night, I miss being here. I told you earlier, I heard the service, watched the service and the message by Brother Gibson. But I preached last night from Hebrews 11. And I preached actually about Moses. We haven't gotten to Moses yet. But uh, this, this passage in Hebrews 11 is such an encouragement to me. It's such a blessing to me as we're looking at the heroes of faith that are mentioned here. And here's why it's an encouragement. Because there are some folks mentioned in Hebrews 11 that I'll be honest with you, I would not have put in Hebrews 11. Uh, and then there are uh, uh, some in Hebrews 11 that uh, you say, well, yeah, that makes sense. And I could see that. But, but for some, it's, just, it's, it's almost, uh, is the word shocking? Is that okay to use? I would not have thought of Abel for, a hall, for the hall of faith. I know he was a good man, and I know that he was treated unjustly, and I know that he brought that sacrifice, but yet God records him. And uh, I know this, God doesn't make any mistakes, and so this is, these are the people that are supposed to be here. Uh, how about Jacob? Uh, he's mentioned in Hebrews 11. I, I think about that message that my father-in-law preached a few weeks ago uh, about the God of Jacob and how God took a man like Jacob with all of his shortcomings and all of his failures and God used him in a mighty way, and God made him uh, uh, to be changed his name from Jacob to Israel, which means a prince with God. And the nation of Israel, yes, they came from Abraham, but they were named after Jacob. And uh, what an amazing story. And then you get down to uh, verse number, let's see here, verse number 31. This will knock your socks off. Verse 31, by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not, with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. I'll be honest with you, I never would have thought about Rahab being included in this chapter, but yet God says, here is a woman of faith. Uh, in spite of her past, in spite of the sin, in spite of the failures, I'm glad that we serve a God of mercy and a God of grace. And let me remind you and let me remind myself, 
Were it not for the grace of God, we wouldn't be where we are today. It's only by God's mercy and by God's grace that we can be saved and then we can serve Him and we can live for Him. And uh, what a blessing this is. So Hebrews 11 is the Hall of Faith chapter. We finished up last Friday. We finished up on the lessons from Enoch. Let's start today and let's talk for a few moments about Noah. Hebrews 11 and verse number 7, the Bible says, By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, he moved with fear and prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. I love this verse. It starts with two words, by faith, and it ends with those same two words, by faith. Noah's life was a life that was lived by faith. Let me remind you today that that's the way the Christian life starts. It starts by faith. Uh, for by grace are ye saved through faith. Uh, so then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Uh, your, your Christian life started by faith. You put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. That's how you got born again. But the Christian life uh, down here on this earth will end by faith. You say, how does, that, how does that happen? Well, when we reach the end of our life and when we're getting ready to cross over into heaven, it's by faith we started. It is by faith that we finish. It is by faith that we believe that God will do what he said he would do. That's what life is. Life is a life that we must live by faith. The just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Uh, a baby is conceived. A, a baby is born. Uh, you have children, and, and as children go through life, they get sick, and they learn how to talk, and they learn how to walk, and, 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 and you send them to school, and they become a teenager, and then they go to college. I don't even want to think about that right now. I'm not looking forward to that day, uh, but it's coming, right? It's coming when you, you, you raise your children to release them. Uh, they are, be, go to college, they become an adult, they get married, they have children, and then uh, you have grandchildren, great-grandchildren, all of that till the very end, till death. But life, the Christian life, is a life that must be lived by faith. I see about Noah, number one, and we won't get through this, but we'll start this thought. I see number one in Noah's life, there was a warning. The Bible says in verse 7, by faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen as yet. Reminds me of uh, what the Bible says about Joseph in Matthew chapter 1, that he was warned of God. Uh, God gave a warning. You say, why would God have to give Noah a warning like this? Well, the answer to that is the story, the account of Noah is found in Genesis chapter 6. Noah didn't have a Bible. He didn't have the benefit of the completed canon of scriptures. As a matter of fact, he didn't even have Genesis. So God spoke to Noah. God gave him a message and God spoke to him directly. I'll remind you, and I've said it recently, I forget which service I said it in, um, but we have something that is better. Oh, it wasn't even in a service. It was in my Bible class. But we have something better than uh, God speaking to us audibly. We have, the Bible says, a more sure word of prophecy. We have the Bible. And God has given us His word for us to read it anytime. It is given to us to read it every day. We don't have to wait. 
we don't have to wonder, we don't have to guess, we can read the Bible and know the very mind of God. God warned Noah that there was a flood coming. He warned Noah that judgment was coming. And I'll tell you today, God is warning us. God is warning people all over. God is warning people of all ages. God is warning uh, people from the oldest to the youngest. God gives us in His Word warnings, and those warnings must be heeded. You say, well, why is God giving us warnings? Is it because He's mad? Oh, no, no, no. You don't give warnings to people that you're angry with or people that you want to see them uh, suffer. Oh, no. You give warnings to people that you love. You give warnings to those that you don't want to see them go through a tragedy. You want to see them escape. You want to see them uh, uh, removed. You want to see them shown mercy. And God gives us warnings today, not because He hates us, not because He's angry, but God gives us warnings because He loves us. And I hope today we will heed the warnings that God gives us in His Word. We'll pick up tomorrow. Got a lot more I want to say about that. But we'll stop for today, and we'll look forward to a great day tomorrow. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.